What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of this podcast. Welcome to Toxic House, the podcast. My name is Alex, your host. So today, guys, it's going to be a whole different, like, it's not even going to be like the usual, you know, co-host, you know, um, Matthew's not here. And this is kind of like, I think a little more about, like, about us. Like, you know, I wish Matthew was here. Obviously, you know, he's working right now. And I told him that I was going to record this podcast because I just want to give you guys more, more into in details, more in depth about like, like what we do or like more so a little bit more about our background, what we went through and why this whole podcast is staying the toxic house. Um, so me and Matthew, you know, like a couple months ago, like we had, well, it was like almost a year. We had an idea of creating a podcast. You know, we didn't know the name. We didn't know our brand. We didn't know what we were going to start with. So, you know, it was a crazy experience to figure out how to go about the brand name. And, you know, me and Matthew are both Hispanic, you know, both from Hispanic parents grew up in a Hispanic household. And I don't know if it's for every every Hispanic, but you already know, like, if you, I mean, if you're Hispanic, you kind of can relate that our lives tend to be very complicated sometimes. I'm not saying all his like just Hispanics. I'm just saying like, from my experience as 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 his as a Hispanic kid growing up, life was pretty intense. Like it was very toxic in the house. Obviously, you know your parents want you to do a lot more. You know they want you to go off to college. They want you to get a degree because they came to this country as immigrants to try to you know like provide for you, try to give you the best education possible. And sometimes that's not the case with. With some of us, some of us, you know, obviously, yeah, there's some of us that want to do more, you know, and not school is not made for everybody. You know, I I, I was going to go to college when I first graduated from high school and I changed my mind, not only financially because I was struggling financially, but like because I just think that it wasn't the best option for me. You know, I feel like I, I could do way more of what I want. You know, it's always it's always good for you to do something that you want, not that your parents want. And it's okay if you want to do what your parents want. You know, like if you want to make your parents proud, you want to make them happy. You know, it's it's up to you. You know, I don't ever judge anybody that does something that doesn't make them happy, but makes their parents happy. So, you know, like my mom wasn't was upset at first when I didn't go to college, but you know, I worked my whole life. Since I was 14, I started working and, you know, growing up in a, growing up in a household where I grew up like, okay, I'm gonna give you a little bit more details, but I grew up in a very domestic violence. Like, like my parents always fought, you know, it was just a back and forth thing, physical, verbal, you know, it was just something that I had to grow up around, you know, and it was pretty tough for me to, to you know, have fun for me to go out with my friends, have fun, go to the park, you know, play with my friends. I didn't have those choices. You know, I I couldn't do those things. And, 
you know, now obviously that I see like when my siblings want to go out, want to go out, hang out with their friends, like I always try to, you know, like I always try to encourage my parents to let them go out, let them have fun because they're kids. You know, I want them to have a childhood, not like how I didn't have a childhood. I didn't have a childhood. I didn't grow up having fun. I didn't grow up hanging around my friends. I always had to take care of my siblings. I always had to take care of my mom. I had to grow up and mature at a young age, you know. And from growing up, you know, it was very difficult for me to be happy. You know, I I suffer from a lot of stress and depression growing up and you know, like it was it was difficult for me to to kind of figure out what was going on with me because I was so young. Um and you know, it sometimes it's not hard for me to talk about it. You know, like I don't mind talking about it. I don't mind explaining it to people because some people don't understand where I'm coming from. Why I have this mentality now? Like why? Like I'm 22. Like why? Why is Alex like like so advanced? Why is he so mature? Like why is he? Why does he move the way that he moves? And it's because I just had to grow up at a very young age, and it sucks to say. That I didn't learn to have fun when I was young. Yeah, I have fun here and then now because I'm older and I have, you know, more freedom. But in top of freedom, I have responsibilities. I have things to do. I have a job. I have, I have an apartment to pay. I have, you know, like a phone bill to pay. You know, so I think that, you know, the fun is there, and it's cool. It's 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 fun to be on your own, but. You know, you have to have like a different mindset because you have to be responsible for yourself. You have to be responsible for certain things that you do, certain things that you say, you know, and there's going to be friendships that you're going to make. There's going to be friendships that are going to break. There's going to be relationships that are going to be good and bad. But at the end of the day, I feel like you learn from those things. You learn from friendships. You learn who who to trust, who not to trust, you know, um, those relationships that you're in. Um, like, you you learn from those mistakes. You learn from the other person that you you look at your boundaries and you're like, okay, this is what I want for my next relationship. This is what I want for future, future relationships. Like, I, I want to get married to a person that's this, this, and that. So, you know, I think that learning from mistakes and learning from your past and... and Putting those things into your present makes your life better or like it makes you a better person because you change throughout time, you know, and I wasn't the way that I am now, like two, two to three years ago. Um, You know, I was I was kind of all over the place. You know, I didn't know what I wanted. Like I, I knew what I, I wanted, but I just didn't care, you know, um, but going back to, you know, growing up, you know, I got sent to Mexico at a very young age when I was like two, um, grew up around my grandparents, you know, poverty, I can't even speak, yo, I can't even say poverty, I said it, (laughs) but yeah, so like growing up in Mexico is a whole different ball game than living in the U.S., 
You know, like everything over there is not like you're rich, you have money. Like, yes, there's some people in Mexico that have money, have they're rich, whatever, not but not in my case, you know. Um I grew up down there with my grandparents, you know, because when I was younger, um, my mom didn't kind of trust anybody up here. Um, I used to live in the city, Manhattan, downtown Manhattan, and um, my mom didn't really trust anybody at that time. My dad just had recently gotten deported. I was like one, and I never met my dad. I never got to meet him. Never, I have pictures of him, yes. But I've never got to meet him, and I don't think I'll probably ever meet him because it's just like I grew up without a dad. So like, why would I, you know, want to meet him now? You know, like yeah, it's just the curiosity of knowing who he is, but like, it doesn't really affect me. It doesn't really bother me. I don't want to go out my way to find somebody that hasn't been in my life for twenty two years. So fast forward, you know, like I I grew up in Mexico, went to private private school because I wasn't accepted to public because. I was, quote-unquote, to the Mexican government, I was, quote-unquote, American, you know? But obviously, you know, having a Mexican mom, like, didn't change anything. I was still considered American because I was born in America. Um, but, yeah, I was discriminated. I was I was treated um, unfairly, I think, I believe. Um, and I just, you know, like, I, I feel like, you know, like, you would think that somebody hit that Somebody like me that has gone through so much shit and so much drama, you know, so much pain and, and struggle would, you know, be in a whole different mindset. You know, like I I get like people come up to me like, yo, Alex, like, why aren't you, you know, like, you know, different? And sometimes I kind of question that. And I'm like, what do you mean by like different? And they're like, well, by different, we mean like you don't seem like any of those things that happened throughout your life ever affected you. And the pro- the thing is about me is like, yes, I have moments where I let it affect me, but then why would I, I, why would I let it affect me now? You know what I'm saying? Like you, like, and this goes back to like a famous quote on, a, on the Lion the, this is the reason why The Lion King is like my favorite movie of all time. I'll say like Disney movie wise. Um where Simone tells Simba, I think he says, um, you gotta put the past behind you, you know, and I, I go with that quote every single that every single day. You gotta put the past behind you. You can't live on the past. You have to live in the present. Because present is what matters. The past is just an experience. It's something that you already went through. You can't change that. You can't go back in time and change something that happened. You have to learn from it, you know? And this goes back to, like, you know, I learned a lot from my past. You know, growing up in Mexico, not being rich, you know, walking to school every day, having my grandma drop me off. You know, she she dressed me. She gave me haircuts. She cooked for me. So... It was a different like environment. Um, at the age of t- eleven, um, I came back to the U.S. Um, and same thing that happened in Mexico kind of happened here. You know, I got kind of a little discriminated. Um, I was in fourth grade down there in Mexico, and when I got up here, they put me in third grade because obviously I didn't know any English, which is understandable, you know. But I feel like I was, I got picked on because they didn't think that I knew English. 
But little did they know is that I understood it. And I understood it and spoke it better than what the majority thought I did it, you know. Um, And yeah, and then I like two, two to three months later, I got moved up back to fourth grade. And, you know, like from there on, my life was somewhat easy, you know, went to school, you know, and I kind of separated home from school. Like I used school as an escape to, you know, like my escape from reality, which was my house, like my home with my parents, like my siblings, like my seeing my mom getting beat up, abused, you know, verbally get assaulted by my by my stepdad and not me not being able to do anything like it, it fucked me up. So when I went to school, I put a fake smile and was like, yeah, everything's fine. Everything at home is great. I have a mom and dad that love me, you know, and I kind of pretended that until I got to middle school. I was pretending to have a good relationship with my parents. Like my home was like a, uh, like a good home, you know, and I just, you know, like I, I just had to do it. So nobody questioned me and nobody asked me about my family, you know, I had to just move on and, you know, like, at the age of, once I got to middle school, I think I I realized not to, to hide from what was going on at home, you know, because when, once I got to middle school, it affected me, like, like, in my grades were showing I was doing poorly, like, I didn't really care about what was going on around me. Like, it was just, it, it fucked me up. Mentally, emotionally, and I think physically, you know, like, I didn't eat certain times of the day. And, like, I grew, like, once I came here, I thought that things would get better for me, but they didn't. You know, like, I, like my family struggled, you know, like, I, I'm not saying that I came from, like, a rich family or somewhat rich, like, we were poor, you know, sometimes there was days that we ate and then there was days that we didn't eat or my mom had to figure out what she was going to eat, like what we were going to eat, you know, and, you know, I, I, I just didn't let those little things try to get to me, you know, um, and then high school was just a different ball game, you know, like, you know, once, you know, like, you start to see things and once you, like, experience things at home, it's like it faces you. Like, you feel numb. And you have to learn to 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 numb that pain. You have to learn to put those feelings to a side and pretend like you're okay. You know, at the age of, I think, 16, 15 or 16, that's when I realized that I had a depression problem. Like, I felt depressed. And... You know, I there was times that I thought of killing myself. There was times that I wanted to do it. There's times that I didn't want to do it because I'm like, what if I do it? You know, what if I kill myself? What if I I go through it and who would care? You know, who would be at my funeral? Who who would really bother to go out their way to be there when I die? You know, and I just think that from my perspective, I was just like, I don't think anybody would care. Like, I don't think... Anybody go would go out their way to to go see me, you know, or be there for me. But I knew that my siblings depended on me. I knew that my younger siblings, like, if I was to go out and I was to die, like, who would they have to watch over them? And they kind of 
kept me up on on board and kept me afloat for years you know because I love my siblings I love them to death you know every single one of them I care so much about and I grew up I grew up teaching them how to walk you know changing their diaper giving them showers when my mom had a had to work overnights when my mom had to work 24/7 she was barely home I had to cook eat cereal this and that like cook eggs like that's the only shit that I knew how to how to do cook eggs you know scramble eggs there was times that we ate eggs like five days in a row, but I didn't care because that's all we had. You know, that's all we that I could I could learn how to cook. That's all all we could we could do. I could do at the age of fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. You know, and you know I never told my mom that I felt some type of way. You know, um, once my stepdad got locked up. Um, me and my mom started to have fights. Me and my mom started arguing. Me and my mom had disagreements here and there. I get kicked out. You know, I was in a shelter home for like a couple months because my mom had kicked me out. She didn't want me back. And, you know, growing up in a household where both of your parents are alcoholics, like, if, like, it, it's, it's, it's something that, like, the, the, like, they, they are always, the ones that wants that want to be right about things, like if we have an argument, they're gonna be the ones that win the argument, regardless, no matter what, right? And you know, I just got tired of getting kicked out. I I got tired of arguing with my mom because at the end of the day, regardless, like you know, I'm gonna tell you guys this straight up. No matter who my mom is, no matter what she does, no matter what she did to me, or no matter the countless times she kicked me out, no matter the countless times we argued about stupid shit, I still love my mom to this day, you know, that's my mother, like, she gave me birth, I wouldn't be here without her, you know, and I don't blame her for who she is, because why would I, you know, like, now I know, now I know for the future that if I'm ever going to be a dad, what to do and what not to do. Like, I want my kids to have, like, a good environment where they live and where they grow up. Like, I don't want them to grow up in a toxic environment where it's countless arguments, countless fights, kicking them out. Like, no, I don't want none of that. So, you know, like, I still love my mom. I still talk to her. I, I go see her every Every now and then, I, I hang out with my siblings twenty four seven because those are those are my best friends. Like they are my best friends, regardless of their age. They are the people that I enjoy being with the most. You know, once I'm with them, it's like my whole mood changes. Like I start smiling, laughing because I enjoy those moments and I'm building memories with them. So, you know, I just think that sometimes people underestimate what I've been through. Like, they try to judge me for who I am, but I'm just like, why? If you don't know my full story, if you don't know me for who I am, why Why would you judge me? Like, you don't know what I've been through. I don't know what you've been through, so why should I judge you? So, you know, I growing up, I didn't have a lot of friends either. You know, I had a small circle. And I just... um. 
you know, like I just don't ever, you know, even now, like I try to hide from certain feelings. Like I try not to talk. Like I don't, I don't like talking about certain stuff because it brings me back memories, and I just like start feeling some type of way. But you know, like, like I can't hide those feelings. You know, I have to be honest and I have to be open about what I've been through because I feel like like people don't know. So, you know, like my house burned down when I was in high school. Like it was like junior year or, or sophomore year. My house burned down, right? We lost everything. And we were at a at a shelter for like a day. And then that same night, my mom was like, fuck it. Like, we're not going to sleep in a shelter. So we slept, like, for about, like, I would say two to three weeks in my in my mom's van. Like, all of us. It was four of us and my mom. So five of us slept in a van. And, and it was summer. Like, summertime. It was summertime. It was super fucking hot. You know, we were parking, like, an empty parking lot. We would sleep there. And I remember when school started, I went to school. And one of the security guards called me out. Because I was wearing, I was wearing, um, I wasn't wearing anything. I didn't, like, like, um, when my house burned down, my shoes were in there. So everything that I owned burned. And when we got to the shelter, like, we didn't, like, all I, like, we didn't get any shoes. Like, I literally ran out the house barefoot. Like, one of my sandals ended up falling from my feet when I was running. So I ended up just having one sandal. But... I didn't just go to school with one sandal. Like I went to school like just socks on. And um I remember this one security guard called me out. She was like, Oh, you can't be here without no shoes or whatever. And then another security guard came over, he was like, Hey, like be easy on him. He just like his house burnt down. Like and then, you know, obviously afterwards she apologized. And you know, I wasn't mad because she's doing her job. You know, at the end of the day they're doing their job and I can't be mad at that. Um and I afterwards, um I proceeded to. I think she told me to go down, like go down with her to um to the lost and found because I wasn't wearing no shoes. I was just wearing socks. But um yeah, so they like they got me. I think it was a pair of sandals, like um and I put them on and I just like it was just you know a kind of regular day for me. Like I had teachers here and there ask me how I was doing, like if they help me with anything and stuff like that. And I'm a person that I don't like when people give me stuff. Like, I hate when people, like, offer stuff to me. Like, I'd rather work for it. Like, I don't just don't like things handed to me. But, yeah, so, you know, I moved out at the age of... I moved out of my house at the age of 18. Um, And because... Let me get back a little bit, sidetrack a little bit. But, um, so, um, I turned 18... In my senior year, and I wasn't doing good in school either. I was doing pretty bad. I was skipping school, doing whatever with my friends, you know, like, you know, not giving a fuck about school. Um, afterwards, my mom was like, you might as well drop out and go to work and work full time because you're not doing anything with your life. So I decided to drop out. Um, I started working, left my, left my mom's house and I went to go live with a friend. Because his mom was renting a room. So I, I, I lived with him for a couple of months. Went back to school because I just thought... I just, you know, in my head I was like, no. Like, I want my diploma. Like, I can't just, you know, like, give up. So 
that same year, obviously next year, I, I went back, I enrolled back into high school and then graduated literally that year. So I think that's probably one of the biggest accomplishments in my life that I'm very proud of. And I don't regret going back to school. And, you know, like, I don't give a fuck about what people say. Like, I don't care if people think that, you know, I was dumb for leaving school. Like, I have people like, oh, you're a super senior, this and that. And I'm just like, okay, it's whatever. Like, I don't care. Um, At the end of the day, I got my diploma. I walked to stage, you know. I made myself proud. You know, I made my mom proud. But more importantly, I did it for me. I didn't do it for nobody else. I didn't do it for, you know, because I wanted to make my mom happy. Like, no, I wanted to make myself happy. So I think that's the whole reason I did it. Um, fast forward to, um, I went back t- to live with my mom for a couple months, moved back out. And then I was in a relationship for about two years. Wasn't the greatest. And I wasn't the greatest. Um, and, you know, that relationship, I think, affected me so much, like the breakup. Um, I don't blame the other person for, you know, leaving me and, you know, doing whatever with their life, you know. At the end of the day, you know, I don't ever wish nobody or ever, like, you know, the worst. But, um, you know, I just I just think that, you know, you I learned a lot from that relationship, a lot of good and bad that, you know, I'm, I now put into my new relationship, but, um, but yeah, so like once that happened, I was depressed, like I could never, ever be, you know, I was sad. I was like, I didn't want to do anything. I was calling out of work. Um, I just wanted to be left alone. I pushed my friends away. I just didn't know how to cope with the pain. And it's probably one of the worst breakups I ever been in. Because it affected me so much mentally, but also physically, what I just wasn't eating at all. Like, I was just home watching videos, watching TikToks, you know, like I wasn't doing anything. Um, then, after not too long ago, like after the breakup, my dog died, my best friend, you know. She was a pit bull, red nosed pit bull. Her name was Lily. And yeah, she was, she was somewhat old, but I think that. That, like, her dying just killed it for me. Like, I think that that's one of the worst pains I ever felt. And I could give two shits about the girl that I was with. I was more so in pain for my dog passing away. Because that was, like, a person that was, like, you know, like, like not even an animal. It was just, like, it was a living thing that was with me through that pain. Like, she helped me with that pain. She was always there. Cuddle. You know, always wanted attention, you know, went on walks and she just was just so joyful and always wanted to play around. And I think that that's what killed me the most. You know, like I after that, I was just like, why? Why should I be here? You know, I was just like, why? Why should I live? Like, what is the point of me living if all I'm all I'm doing now is just getting hurt every single day? You know, um. Afterwards, um, I decided to live back with my mom, um, moving back with my mom. And I think I was, what, not even four to, I was with my mom, I would say, like, maybe six, seven months. And then I moved out back again. And I've been, you know, living in my new place with Matthew, um, 
And then, you know, like, I, things have been so, like, like, I think my life has been, like, such a roller coaster that I don't ever stop to think about, like, how I got here. You know, I don't think about, like, how I got here, like, what got me here. Um, Probably the best decision I ever made, you know, moving in with Matthew, um, living with my best friend, and just being able to do what I love to do, you know, like, clothes, our brand, you know, being able to, to you know, enjoy the little moments with my friends, my family, my brothers, my siblings. Um, and then, you know, like doing the podcast, you know, I, I love sitting here and just talk and talk and talk about like, you know, about, like, you know, about me, about, you know, things that happen around us, things that are like, things that are funny, things that are not funny. You know, this is kind of like more so like for you guys to get to know me to get to know the host, to get to know what I've been through and to see that not everybody's perfect. Not everybody has a perfect life that behind those walls, there's a person that has been broken multiple times, but they didn't give up on life. They didn't give up on the things that they wanted to do. You know, I had a dream and that dream was to become somebody. And I want to become an entrepreneur. I want to become an influencer. I want to become somebody that motivates so so many other people around. You know, and I hope that you guys listen to this and, you know, I help you get motivated. I help you guys to go to the gym. I help you, help you, you know, motivate to save up money, to do things that are worth your time, you know. Don't ever let another person stop you from doing what you love and what you want in life because then that person doesn't care about you. That person doesn't care about what you want to do, what your goals, what your ambition is. So why should you give them your time? And that's just my whole perspective of how I see things. Why should I be with somebody that's not going to motivate me to do more? So, you know, I just want you guys to understand where I'm coming from. And this episode is more so like personal to me. Like it's just things that I want you guys to know about me and um, I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from and understand what I've been through. And I hope what I tell you is like, you know, like you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? If you guys ever need help or if you ever guys need advice, you know, motivation, you know, you guys could always leave, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, a comment on the, on the episode on Spotify and I'll read them. You know, if you guys leave your information, like, I'll reach out to you guys. Like, it's not, like, I wouldn't just pretend like I care. Like, I I care about people. I, that's just who I am. I care about what people go through. Like, if I have some advice that can help you, I will give it to you. I don't care. Like, I'm going to help you if you're going through a hard time, if you're struggling. Break up money. You're broke. You don't, you feel depressed, you feel anxiety, because I have all those things. I've been through all those things. So, you know, like, I just think that, you know, from my perspective, I just, I just want to help people. But um, anyways, so yeah, that's just my life story in, in a very short amount of time. You know, I wish I could sit here for hours and talk and talk and talk. But, you know, I think it would, it would get boring if I just sit here for an hour and just talk about me but um you know i just hope that you guys you know could could take my 
take my, you know, my experience and, you know, learn from it. And, you know, I just hope that I help you guys out if you guys are struggling and stuff. So I just like, you know, but um, hopefully Matthew's on the next episode that I that I'm, we're going to record. He's just been busy working. It's it's totally understandable. You know, like I don't ever get mad at him for not being able to record when I can record because our schedules are so different. You know, he doesn't get out until like one in the morning and I'm here at my house, you know, and, you know, I'm about to I'm about to get food, actually. But um, because I'm hungry. But <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyways, guys, this is going to wrap it up. Leave a comment down below. Please go check me out on Spotify. Go go check us out um at Instagram at Toxic House Store. You know, please go buy our stuff. Please go buy clothing line. I would really appreciate it for you guys to shop. Our our clothing line is on sh- also on Shopify. You know, I will try to try to figure out how to leave a link on the Spotify. If not. I'll I'll tell Matthew to try to put a link on the on the Instagram. So please go follow our Instagram. Go go check our clothes. You know, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Our clothes is not expensive, it's not crazy. It's like you know, we try to keep it minimal because I know how things are for certain people. We we it's like, you know, because we don't wanna overcharge you guys for something that we make for you guys. You know, we want you guys to rock our clothes, you know, post and, and you know, look good. So Go check that out. Um, I'll be dropping another another episode soon. I don't know if it's gonna be either Friday or Saturday, either one of those two days. But yeah, so please go follow, you know. And yeah, so it's your boy Alex, you know. Sucks that it it's like I wish it was kind of like a different topic, but I'm just glad I kinda got to tell you guys, you know, a little bit about me. And yeah, like it's not easy to film, like record this. It's not easy at all. But you know, sometimes it's better for me to let you guys know who I am as a person and what I do and what I want to do with life. Like you know, I was telling Allison the other night that I wish that I had money to give because I see all these people working out out in the streets, like vendors, like working hard, selling ice cream. People out there are struggling with money. Like I wish I just had money to give. Like I wish I could just go up to them here, take take $500, go home. You know, I wish I could do those little things, help people out because I didn't have that help. So hopefully in the future, hopefully, you know, um, I could help people out and I give, you know, like, you know, give some, some, some type of support, you know, money wise and be able to give people money and, you know, without, you know, ever thinking about affecting me. So I just hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast, this, this episode. Um, it's your boy, Alex, and you know, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.